Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Oh, baby! An international podcast. International edition of the show. What is up, everybody? And welcome into the DMVR Nuggets podcast. <laughs> As always, by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. We'll find that up in the top left corner sometime here soon. Top right corner sometime soon. Uh, use promo code DMVR whenever you sign up and gamble. Unless, of course, you are stranded in Serbia and you cannot bet using the DraftKings Sportsbook app like a total loser. Don't know who I would be referencing in that one. Today, we have a great show for you. We are going to talk about the starting lineup. I got some stats for you guys on the starting lineup that's going to make you very excited, as well as maybe even more excited than you should be, more optimistic about the future of that lineup. Has has that lineup only scratched the surface of what they could be? They're actually better than the numbers say, and the numbers say they are perfect. Maybe, maybe so. Uh, We're also going to break down the jerseys, and to help us do that, I had to bring in the expert himself, Brendan Boat. There he is. Oh, you got me too. You got me too. I don't know about you, Eric, but I thought those jerseys looked clean. <laughs> it's actually the number one thing I've seen commented on them is clean. Like, everyone's I, like, oh man, these are so I, clean. Introduce me so I can talk. Uh, live from Serbia, it's D-Line. That's right, guys. What's up? Yes, I'm in Serbia. This is where I live now. That's not true, but it might as well be. And the use of the word clean when describing these jerseys, appropriate. The problem with the word clean is that people use it for everything they like. Uh, that and, and it makes me crazy because they'll look at, uh, like for example, the old, like the old school Hawks jersey, which has a huge red hawk across from me and they'll say be like oh man those are so clean and when in fact they're not clean in any way shape or form they just like them yeah right which i think is okay but i understand that it drives you nuts this is Um, like this is like but this is like one of these things where you are involved in an industry that actually has jargon and terminology and then you have people that come in and they're like and they just use it in a way that you're like, and then the worst part is that when people use it to you to describe something that you've done, you're like, that's not accurate. You sound like an idiot, but you don't realize it. That's what's it, it would be like if you were, you know, a bucket, we kind of all know it means a thing, but it really can mean a lot of different things. Yes. That you to that. Yes. And it would be funny if it was like, you know, Bruce Brown is a bucket. It's like, ah, he's a good player. Exactly. Yes. Or what? I, or people, or people, I don't know, describing drop coverage to you and like looking at that, using that in a way to make them sound like they know what they're talking about when in fact they do not. That is what drives me crazy. 
Well, we know what we're talking about, us experts here, and the Denver Nuggets are on a heater right now. Is it because the closer Eric gets to them, the worse they are, yet the further <laughs> he gets from them, the better they are? I'm not I'm not using analytics here. I'm just saying the numbers the numbers hint at yes. Um, we might have to move Eric to Siberia or something. I'm fine with it, man. I'm uh, I'm pretty much over the U.S. It sounds like we're gonna reelect Lauren Boebert. Anyway, let's go go back to talking about jerseys. <laughs> Actually, first I want to talk about the starting lineup. Um, if you've been watching the Nuggets closely, I have. The numbers are starting to really paint a picture of what's going on with this team. The bench unit's been up and down. They've been okay. I'm actually not too concerned about the bench unit. I think there's still plenty of time. Like there's things that'll be worked out with them. I said a couple days ago, although people uh, really seem to not like to comment, I said I still think they might be one piece away, meaning like one little move. They could probably upgrade a small upgrade around the perimeter and make uh, and make an upgrade. But nonetheless, I'm not concerned about it. I think it's going to be fine. The starters, maybe somewhat sneakily, although less sneaky every single game that's gone by, have been dominant. Absolutely dominant. We wanted to know what would it look like when you got Jamal Murray and Michael Porter back. You brought in KCP. We actually have our answers, guys. Let me pull up some stats for you here from this year. With KCP in the starting lineup, along with Jamal Murray, uh, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, and Nikola Jokic, they've played now 126 minutes. That's not a huge sample size, but it's also not nothing. A plus 18.4 net rating is like really good. If you finish the season with a plus 18 net rating, you probably are going to be the number one lineup to play at 100 minutes. Like that, Win every game by 20 points. I agree. Well, that's that's the net rating. That would be like per 100 possessions. They play in an average game, I would say that unit, probably 40 possessions. So that's still like if you can in the starters minutes alone, actually less than that, actually less than that, they would probably play about 35 minutes. If you win – the starters minutes by six or seven points every single game, you just have such a leg up. Like all the other blended starter lineups and bench lineups get a seven point head start. That, that's just massive. And then here's where it breaks down. 117.7 offensive rating, 99.3 defensive rating. That's wow. insane. 99.3. Like all this talk about Denver's defense hasn't been good. Their main lineup, their most used lineup, the most important playoff lineup is not just good. It's hyper elite. Hyper elite so far this season, 42% from three, and just, I put just here, just a 23.7 offensive rebound percentage, which is not very good. Like, that's pretty low, which we'll get to here in a little bit. But here's what I like, plus 18.4 net rating, and the number that stands out to me, Eric, is 99. 99 defensive rating. How are they doing this with Michael Porter? I mean, every time we turn our head, he's getting beat back door. He's doing something bad. Yet the numbers say nobody scores on the Nuggets with that lineup. Are you asking me to tell you how? I have no idea. They have Nikola Jokic defensive problem. They have all of these, like uh, Michael Porter Jr. defensive issue. All of these problems. Jamal Murray defensive problem. I, I don't. I. I can't. I mean, do you have a, a an answer to this? I have no idea how they're doing it, honestly. I do have a, a hint at one, but I just kind of want to mention, vote. are you surprised by the number 99 points for 100 possessions for that group? Not surprised by the net rating, but yes, surprised by that number. As you hit on the narrative, certainly, and it's an accurate narrative. I don't mean to use that word with its newfound connotation, but I, I think the narrative is like, oh, they're struggling so much defensively. Part of it is how much that bench hemorrhages points, you know, but 
if you think about that lineup, and I actually think not to this degree because KCP is a far better perimeter defender than Will Barton, but much like that last lineup, it's, well, there's aggregate size here. There's a lot of size on the floor between Porter and Gordon alongside Jokic and Murray, who plays bigger than maybe outsiders might give him credit for. We certainly know he has that component to his game. You add in not just a, a superior, but a, a more active defender in KCP who is effing relentless out there. He's um, so good, man. I'm telling you, KCP is so – I. Th- he's in like – the hundredth percentile of what I expect. I know it's only 11 games. There's probably regression coming on a shooting because he's right now the greatest shooter in the NBA. So there's probably some regression coming, but even defensively, man, I just, he's so solid. He gets so many steals. He gets so many disruptions, makes so few mistakes. And a bigger part of it too, you know, this lineup is scoring a lot. So they're taking the ball out from underneath the basket. It's not all transition. It's not all cross matches. And so, there, you know, there are a lot of things that can go into defense beyond just the the stuff we talk about, like the one on one pride. You know, there's contextual stuff like the rebounding and, and how good the offense is. But I, I am definitely surprised, man, that it's that low. And this is the point Harrison Wind, who's not on the show today, has been hammering home for a few games. There are moments. There are moments that this core has been able to lock in defensively. And while it never spans four quarters, it can definitely be enough given how potent they are on the other end. That's exactly what it, that that's exactly it. And what's cool about it too, is that 99 net rating, they actually got murdered in the first game of the season. That starting line right. did defensively, the numbers actually been dropping and then they got murdered again, a couple games later. If you just look at the last seven games, which is basically their seven and or six and one, right. In their last seven games, the numbers have been even crazier. It's a plus 30 net rating. And the defensive rating is down to 96. I know the smaller and smaller we get with these sample sizes, the less reliable it can be. I just mean to say that over the course of 11 games, that starting unit started off, well, started off bad one game, immediately got better, and then has just been on an upward trajectory since then. They've gotten better and better and better every single night. And it still feels to me like we are just scraping the surface. I mean, D-line, this, the number one thing that's most encouraging to me is the lineup is crushing. They've been on the road. They've had to come back. They've had to do different things. And yet, I feel like it is noticeably improving game by game. Yes. And so, you know, everyone had to listen to ad nauseum the last year plus talking about how we were trapped in purgatory. And it was because we saw the formation of this lineup with Barton instead of KCP come in and just be this incredible, this dominant right off the bat. And they were improving, improving, improving. And then it was just all taken from us. And then we had to just sit and think about what could be and, you know, had to listen to other fan bases, like make fun of us for pretending that, uh, you know, we were watching a diminished version of the Nuggets where we knew like how incredible they could be, not just because it was theory, but we watched it happen. And so like now we just have more time, you know, whether or not KCP, I think, hinting forward we'll look at some of the numbers whether or not kcp is a better fit than will barton or just an equal uh piece in that that puzzle it's just like a collection of players that make sense together and like they are complementary and it's like so complimentary intentional and it's like not just a bunch of guys that play basketball and like hopefully someone can make it but like everything that they're doing makes sense together they work offensively like a machine and defensively they're obviously talking to one another they're finding synergy on both sides of the court and it's like everything we've been goddamn waiting for and it's happening and i can't uh it's unbelievable i also so think- i want to oh go, go ahead. ahead go ahead well, i, I just want think- to zero in here 
<laughs> I wanted to zero in here on the offensive rebound percentage. 23.7. That means they grab a little bit under a quarter of all available offensive rebounds here. That's a pretty low number for the Nuggets. So when we look at this, one of the things I keep thinking is Michael Malone, he, he has the Hubies, right, this year. Wants to get back, doesn't want to get beat in transition. And I think Denver's been mostly pretty good at that so far this year. Even though they Jokic turns the ball over a lot, the team does not turn the ball, ball over. They're like average, league average, or I think actually a little bit uh, uh, ahead of average now in that regard. But not giving up, uh, not grabbing offensive rebounds is one way that I think the offense is diminished, but it comes mm -hmm. at a favorable defense. So you get right. worse at offensive rebounding, but you get better at transition defense. And now let's contrast that to the last time we saw in a very short stint, Aaron Gordon with the last version of the starters that featured Will Barton, 110 minutes. So 126 minutes, 110 minutes, pretty comparable, pretty comparable sample size, plus 18.5 net rating, almost identical, the exact same net rating, but it was different. 127.1 offensive wow. rating is like ridiculous. There's no way that number would have held over more and more minutes and a 108.7 defensive rating, which was actually pretty good. 41% from three, as opposed to 42%, which is Denver this year. Again, very comparable. Those numbers both would lead the NBA, you know, as, as, as a team. But here's what's crazy, guys. 32.2 offensive rebound percentage. 10 percentage points higher than currently. So I look at this and I go, I think one thing that's happening is you increase the offensive rebound rate meaning Jokic is diving to the rim. He's always around the rim. He's getting putbacks. It's part of, a big part of how he scores more points personally. And you increase that by 10%, and your offensive rating goes from 117 to 127, but you're probably giving up a few wide-open transition or favorable transition opportunities. I actually wonder if this, if we put these numbers side by side now, I actually wonder if that is really the only difference we're seeing from the Nuggets. A strategic decision to offensive rebound less get back in transition more and it's the it's at the moment a net equal that's really interesting a net equal but also trending towards like how this net rating is allocated is preferable right now right if you think obviously right. the defense was the was the issue and getting that number like 108 is is yeah. fine if you're scoring 127 um but the the but getting that number below 100 is a is a big big deal i think it's two part you know it's two pronged. I think there's a philosophical difference. It'd be an awesome question for Malone next time we get to talk to those guys. But also, I do, you know, there is an individual difference here too in KCP. It's, he he is a playmaker on defense, and there were times when Healthy Barton had more to give than given credit for. But you would never describe him that way. Maybe he right. held his own. KCP is making plays, and it's. I think that's a factor as well. But your point is really interesting. Eric, what do you think when you see a 10% difference in offensive rebound rate? And by the way, a lot of that is Jokic. Like he's just grabbing fewer offensive rebounds right. even on a permanent yeah. basis this year because he's down there less. Yeah, that's it. I don't I mean, I honestly like this is the first time I'm seeing these numbers. I don't I don't know really what to make of it. I'm I'm trying to like take myself back to that place when we first saw that formation of the uh of that beautiful eight games and like it just felt like everything was working like everything was was going the right way the nuggets were toying with people i'm honestly really surprised that they're getting fewer offensive re uh, rebounds with this lineup like it doesn't feel that way but 
I think that you're right. Like Jokic's rebound numbers are if I haven't researched them, but I imagine they're way down, right? Like he's been he hasn't been hitting his rebound totals uh the last I mean, this is like all betting anecdotal stuff. Uh like right. he's just not like hitting it. I have I haven't really looked, but I'm surprised because Michael Porter Jr. seems to be a a, a serious upgrade on um about I mean he, even from back then like I, I don't didn't remember him being like really an offensive rebounding force like he seems to be now this year I I don't know what to make of it it's 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 amazing though like and the funny thing is is that it's it it's just a uh, half a dozen what uh, what is that, what is half, that? Dozen. half a dozen it's like they're going about it in a little bit different way but it's the exact same result like they're just dominant it's really I, nice to see that reminder just because I know. First of all, I love this iteration of the team. And I think Calvin Booth has put some championship caliber finishing touches on this roster. But it's a nice reminder that two years ago, things were going well. Sometimes we talk about this team like the last year and a half were reflective of their, you know, their choices and philosophies. Tim built a championship caliber core. Uh, and I'm going to say it, fellas, it's not what this segment is about. It's a nice reminder, too, that we don't have to lie to ourselves about the Will Barton experience. It went well, too, when the starters were healthy. I think having Jamal and Michael is a big factor. That being said, and I agree with everything you're saying here. That being said, if you ask me what is more promising, a a plus 18 net where the top was 117, but the bottom was 99, or 127 and 108, definitely it feels like it's more sustainable to be here, uh, you know, getting these numbers. I do just, the reason I find these stats, often we start to get into, in sports, you get into which is better, A or B, pick one, the other one's trash. I think the more the more important point here is Denver, this profile changed last year where Denver, for some reason, stopped being an elite offensive rebounding team. And I didn't know why until the last couple of games. And I don't, I still don't know why, but I have a theory that I'm really, I kind of like a lot. And that is that a lot of offensive rebounding comes from the Murray-Jokic two-man game. Because what happens? Jamal Murray either gets a bucket one-on-one, Jokic gets a bucket one-on-one out of that, like, you know, pocket pass or whatever. You create a switch. Or what ends up happening is Murray drives to the basket, doesn't have a passing angle, draws two guys, puts it up, and Jokic just grabs the rebound and puts it back. Like, part of the Murray-Jokic two-man game is there's no way to guard it. You're going to give up something. And one of the things you give up often is offensive rebounding because it took two guys jumping out at the shooter. So part of me wonders if it's as simple as that. Murray Jokic played together for six years. Nuggets were top three in offensive rebound rate for six years. Murray goes down. Nuggets are 17th in offensive rebound rate because they don't have that two-man game. He's back, and we haven't seen the two-man game a lot. We've seen it a little bit in two of the last three games, but we haven't seen it like we used to see it every single game for big parts of it. And I think the offensive rebounding part will probably come back a little bit, but Denver is also emphasizing some of this transition defense. I say all that to say... I think the 99 number is going to hold within five points. I think the 117.7 number, I think it's going to go up. Even with the hot shooting start, I don't care. There's a bunch of offensive rebounds on the board. There's a bunch of two-man game opportunity on the board. And I actually think Denver's going to see an increase there. It's beautiful. It's so goddamn beautiful. I just get like every game it gets better too. Like it's just, it's like so (laughs) rounding into form. And it's crazy too when – the amount of time we've just talked about this theme, this team and had to just be stuck in the concept of theory. Right. And then you actually just, you're like, we spent, you know, obviously all off season, we acquire KCP. We're like, Oh, he's the perfect fit. He's the perfect fit. You know, everything's going to work out. It's going to be great. We're going to get these guys back. MPJ can shoot. We're going to see the two man game. And then, you know, the first game of the season, they just get their 
fucking doors blown off. We're like, oh, are we lying to ourselves? But no, man, <laughs> like this team like makes sense. It just like yeah. gets back to where, uh, you know, it like makes sense to devote your life to them, for example. You know, <laughs> like, um, why don't we take our first break on the other side? The people want to talk about these new uniforms that were. Oh, that were, let's go. I just wanted to share some real numbers, like getting into some of the numbers now in 11 game sample size. Admittedly, it's low, but there's a tendency when you shoot 42% to say, oh, everything's going to regress. There's room for Denver to make up those, whatever regression is or is not coming, by the way. It just might not be coming. Denver's getting wide open shots from very high volume, great three point shooters. So, but there's other ways Denver can impact the game should that become a trend. And there's so many ways they can impact the game and put on a show in Ball Arena. And we want you, look, we want you in the bar, but first and foremost, we want you in Ball Arena. We want that to be a loud and raucous crowd. And Game Time is helping you not just get in the arena, but get some of the hottest and best uh, tickets to these Nuggets games. That can be last second too. Here's the deal. People who have season tickets, people who drop a lot of money on these great tickets, sometimes their plans don't work out. Sometimes those those tickets go up for sale. There's no better place to poach the best ones than Game Time. You won't find a better deal this season on Denver Nuggets tickets. Game Time, like us, is created by the fans for the fans, and it guarantees the lowest price. If you love DNVR, you'll love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your ticket through the link in the description of this show. And make sure you are checking this show description. That's where we put a lot of information sometimes some deals uh make sure you check in the description of this show join over 15 million people who have downloaded the game time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events but we're building a holistic experience here because Hell why yeah. just go to the game when you can also bet on the game and then you go oh, home dude. it's not even a tv avakari but you can go home and watch the post game show on tv avaka that's for dude, later for now i will, uh, be, I will fans, be satisfied until we can offer Every part of every person's life. Like you that's wake right. up, <laughs> it's like pillowcases, uh, alarm clocks, everything that's involved in your life has some, our finger, our greasy that's fingerprints. Right. A service way. where RG comes and cooks you breakfast in the morning. Oh, I, I don't know if that's, uh, no one wants it. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> right, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Basketball is back. As we know, we're enjoying the start to the season. You can enjoy it even more at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet uh, any $5 money line bet and get $200 in free bets yeah, if that team work. wins. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with the DraftKings stepped up same game parlays, also oh. known as the Vote Special. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code DNVR. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See those show notes for details. All right. I ever hear their term DNVR robes again. I will kill myself on the internet live. <laughs> what is it that you're so against robes? I'm not against robes. I don't know how to fucking source them. Like, I can <laughs> to do this. And, like, the Av beat will not leave me alone. I don't even know the genesis of this dumb fucking joke. But, like, it, every time it comes up, I get tagged, like, eight times. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to solve this. It makes me crazy. <laughs> it, is, it is so funny. Like, I actually think it's a silly idea, robes. Like, it's I a, love – who wear, do you guys wear a robe? No. Yes. Yeah. You do vote? Yeah, post shower, bro. You like what you just want to make sure you, that your genitals are available at all moments. Like, what what is the point of a robe? You know, I don't just towel care. off. First of all, yeah. you guys know that's true about me. So, little peek behind the curtain here. Yes. <laughs> I'm literally behind the curtain. Yes. <laughs> 
we're a very close, very close staff, you guys. Very oh, close yeah. staff. Too close, you might say. Um, the Denver Nuggets today unveiled their new City Edition jerseys. Actually, I should say the entire NBA unveiled their City Edition jerseys, including the Denver Nuggets. These have been leaked previously, Eric. But I will say this. The leaks, though they might be technically accurate, they don't capture the full high-res ability when they uh, actually drop. We got to look at them today. Take the wheel. It's so true. I mean, the, these are... Every year, the worst kept secret in all sports. Not only not only is it they we all knew what it was gonna look like, we've done shows on, on them already. Like we <laughs> <laughs> but this, of course, is the official drop show. So we will officially review these uniforms. We will officially talk about all of the details, all of the things you need to know, which uh when people talk about these and describe them as clean, they are accurate, these are very clean, so there's very little to talk about. Fellas, these are some white jerseys. Look at these white jerseys <laughs> given to us. So uh, um, I hate your what, lack of enthusiasm for this. This is going to kill me. Here's what these. Okay, so here's what here's what I know about these jerseys. So they are obviously these are a throwback in spirit to the old Denver Rockets jerseys. We have. Are they, has that been confirmed? It, confirmed or not, the, it, this is you can look at them and you can see the soul of the old Denver Rockets jerseys. I'm just surprised the, they haven't mentioned it at all. That's all I'm saying is like it's. I haven't seen it in any of the verbiage. Yeah, that is strange. Um, they keep saying it's an homage to Union Station. I know you'll get to that, yeah. but I keep maybe wondering. Maybe it's just that and nothing else. Well, I. I mean, if that's the case, I, I, I'm surprised because there's a lot of similarities between the two. Yeah. But, as you mentioned, what we've learned today, and I learned this for the first time, I've seen these now 25 times through various leaks and now the official drop today, that these are, a, as you say, an homage. They are inspired by the iconic typography on Union Station, which I don't find to be particularly iconic or uh, interesting. Like, What I will say is that this is the very, as far as I could tell, I went back and I looked like, this is the very first time, and for all of you font people, everybody who's a font person, get ready. Uh, this is the first time in Denver Nuggets history that we have had a sans-serif font used on the Denver Nuggets uniform. <laughs> Every other time there's like some weird version of like a serif font, typically because that's like a Western-style font. And Denver is a uh, the queen city of the West, so uh, obviously uh, that's usually where they go. Um, I don't really see, like, even looking at the Union Station, I, I don't know if we, Kale, if you're able to bring that up or find that anywhere, like, um, you know, what makes the Union Station uh, font iconic and interesting is that it's a big glowing sign that is, uh, that's right. It's like it's glowing? No, it doesn't. This is, this is, oh, first off, it's, line, you don't think? Uh, no, because if it was glowing, yellow would be on the outside. Like it would be, it, it, it would it? terminate with the lighter color than the, anyway. Oh, um, I see that a white, a white in between. Yeah. It's like contained in by the, by the red. Um, so like, does it look nice? Like, I totally think it looks nice. I, I didn't, I just didn't get, I would never in my life have gotten that that was the reference that they were trying to make. Like, right. I understand, like, they're kind of saying it's like a, a, a light you know, reference to it. It's sort of, you know, it's not a direct. Kale, do you the have the thing. actual, the actual Union Station Denver yeah, look? I, I'm curious, this is like a rendering. I'm curious the actual coloring of it. I can't picture it now. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like a, a an orange red sign. Like, 
So whatever, like that's why I'm wondering if this has nothing to do with the Rockets and they're just like, hey, because they mention in there the red brick buildings of Denver and the sign, and I'm like, it's maybe it's just that. It's it's possible it would be a a wild coincidence if that was the case, and honestly, like kind of unfortunate that they didn't like really. (laughs) And I kind of think that might be the case that they really didn't like take any one in like influence and like really see it all the way through um and so we sort of you just, don't like, see the font i see it here what do you say vote like he were, he's te- i mean technical no it, it, it is the font i mean it is the font but like does that look like the jersey to you adam i mean i understand again it's the red with the yellow glow around it so there's if it's union station like make it union station is my is my yeah. point like yeah. it, and also like union station is made by like that travel by train like, like let's like really go for it if we're going to go for it like there's yeah. it's not like that is a style that is echoed throughout the denver colorado so it's like true. something we like, hung our hat on it's like a right. sans serif font and frankly <laughs> i showed you earlier like it's really like if you look at the jerseys it's like it's like 98 percent the font that we use here at dpr yeah yeah it's um, almost the exact same which is like pretty funny. Um, Look at this comment here, though, Eric, because this we were talking before the show a little bit. Oso Blanco says, graphic designer from the Bay Area who has never been to Denver attempting to bring meaning to ideas. And this is exactly what it feels like. It's funny, like, Miroslav, this is not, I'm not poking fun of you. I love this about you. I love oh, this thing. Here it what, comes. One of their segments on Serbian Corner is meeting a mountain lion on your that front porch or something like that and it's such a foreigner's perspective of what happens in colorado that we right. just have mountain lions roaming on our front porch right. and i love it it's so, it's so funny but it is like these jerseys are that version of that of somebody that's like what is denver right yeah. they're like what do they that, love that's it it's union station font of which every denverite would recognize you know, <laughs> yeah i was gonna ask you guys like i know i'm a transplant and it is a beautiful station but i've never really it doesn't seem to have cultural staying power as like a so, point. So here's the thing about Union Station is that Union Station up until about 10 or 15 years ago was literally just a place that uh hobos were murdered behind. There was like <laughs> you go there, it was like it was like in ruins, it was like not used for anything, it was like just it's actually it, true. Union station is in large parts a symbol of transplants. Like the re, the it's re- like the, re- the renaissance, from Denver. Yes. yes. So, like, for there was just like a long period of time where, like, no one you didn't do anything. Like, and frankly, if you found yourself in that neighborhood, you would just like hold on to your valuables and like quickly exit that area. And so, like, now it is absolutely beautiful. It has been fully renovated. It is actually a train station. It is actually a place why, uh, whereby trains leave and and it, it's it's functional, um, but. I will, the point being is that like for people of Denver, you know, you see it is, it's also one of these things like anytime that there's a football game, uh, they always show the, the shot of it. And so it's not that it's not iconic, but it's also like, it just like, it didn't, when I looked at it, I just, it, I never would have guessed that like Mm. in a million years that that's what they were trying to rep or having said this, do you like the way it looks? Yeah, I do. Like, I mean, I'm getting there. Like, that's the point. Like, so we're we're talking, we're like, we're we're starting with theory and then we're like going the actual like uh, execution, the way that it actually looks. And to me, what I see, whether or not they intended it was that the the throwback to uh, a bygone era, which is just a simple, clean, raucous jersey, you know, clean Uh on the front. To me, it's it's like I, I could do with 
maybe one less um, of the outlines around the font. It like gets a little heavy to me uh, and the, the, the Denver, like it's just a little bit much. And I, I don't think you'll see it from afar. Um, but at the end of the day, there's nice, like with all of these jerseys, um, you know, there's nice little details. Like if you look at the, the trim, there are all of those little dots, which I went on to read represent the lights that are from Larimer square. I and all, like a stretch. I got to say, it's, I mean, whatever it's like, it, it's this, it's that it does look nice. It looks like a, like a super throwback Jersey. It just looks like a classic basketball Jersey. Um, I have a hard time getting excited about a white Jersey in general ever. Um, just because it just feels like a default and every single team in the league has a white Jersey. So it's not really something you can own. Um, but it just like, if, you know, if this was a, a Jersey that somebody was wearing that actually came from 1970, it would be cool. It's like a cool Jersey. So it like, it looks like basketball. It feels correct. It feels like Denver. Um, and so like overall, like, I think it's pretty cool. Like the, the one thing again, that like, I really don't like, and even after the explanation was the side panels, like these, uh, what I have multiple times now referred to as the COVID, the, the positive COVID <laughs> test. <laughs> uh, these, they're like, you know, that is exactly the same color and lines of COVID. Yes. You're clear too. You got COVID. Got to yeah, you're like, God, God damn it, I have COVID. <laughs> uh, so it's strange to me that there is a the word nuggets at the base of it, but I've come to read now from the literature, which again, like, is not at all apparent when you look at this. But these are supposed to represent represent the brickwork on Union Station, which is like another thing. You're like, what do you, what do you mean? Like, what brickwork? is a gradient that goes from top to bottom and is blue and it gets lighter as you go down. Like that makes no goddamn sense. Um, so I don't understand that reference at all. I don't understand that addition to the uniform. It does. It's not like offensive looking, but it's also like, uh, okay, like what, like, you know, what is it here? I understand like trying to make it interesting. And like the way that I've noticed that Nike approaches these jerseys, they really look at it as like, three separate panels like they look at it as the front, front back side, the side yeah. and the back and it's they don't necessarily and very infrequently often like actually have the three relate to one another you know like that side panel doesn't have anything to do with the front or the back of the jersey which is such a bizarre thing because clothing design is the most three-dimensional thing that there is like nobody is ever just standing directly to the side you don't ever just see the back just see the front or just see the side like I would expect it to have like a little bit of connection between the two, but I mean, like these are nice colors. It's fine. This is a Jersey. Um, you know, the, when I first looked at that, I was like, man, the, what I do know from looking at this is that the like Jersey version of this is going to be the most boring fucking thing on the planet. Kale, do you have the Jersey version of this Jersey, please? Um, I, I was looking at it earlier. Um, and, um, I was able to test my theory, and uh, as soon as Kale brings it up, you can tell me what you think. How, what do you think of this Shirzy version of? <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap! That is a white shirt with the word Denver on it. And it what, what on the I think looks like a cool font. I actually like it, but sure. what on a shirt looks very like, yeah, that's nothing there. Like when you look at that, you're like, ah, Union Station. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they're you know. missing? Uh, brickwork, a dead hobo. Oh, a COVID test. test. Yes. Yes. Put a little COVID test on the side of these, man. Yes. So I, I can't call these ugly. Clean. Hold on. What do you call it? Clean. 
Yes, yes. <laughs> these are, by the letter of the law, by the actual definition, these are very clean. Uh, unfortunately, they are also very boring. Um, so, you know, would I buy this jersey? Probably not. Am I mad at the jersey? No, I am not. But it's just kind of like there. A white jersey will never do it for me. Yeah. Go back, Kale, to the jersey, actually, now, if you can. Here's the thing, Eric. I agree with every part of analysis that you have there. Except and yet, what? And yet... I kind of like them. I kind of like them. Like I said, like they are, they look like classic basketball. Like there's nothing yeah. to not like about these jerseys. Like even when, you know, even the even shorts the weird, are like not bad to me. Like I kind of like the shorts. They're fine. They're totally fine. I want you to, I'm going to buy you some COVID shorts. They're going to be for you and you can wear them around the office to let us know that we white need to shorts, shorts. though, like white shorts to me, I don't, I don't. Like as a I, I just really like the before, it's fine, but as like a thing a person wears is like, come on, man. I really like the the trim. I think that that like is cool. Yeah. Like it, yeah, the, the trim um, is cool. I really like the dots in it. Like it's it's cool. There's a cool little pattern there. But like this is one of these things. It's sort of like, you know, every jersey that we get. I mean, that we we kind of talked philosophically earlier. Like, do we like what Nike is doing with jerseys in general, and do we like sort of like the way that we're, they're approaching it, whereby there has to be a brand new jersey that comes out every single year for the team, um, and you sort of have to ask yourself, like, what is it doing to the brand of the team in general? Like, will these jerseys leave a lasting image that we can play off of for the Denver Nuggets for years to come? Like, I, you know, it, like, is that font face going to be something that we look back at and we just like remind, or we're like, we look at fondly. I, I have a really hard time imagining that that's, that's the case. Like, <clears throat> It's they're just they're just like you know they're they're fine they're, they're they are nice looking jerseys that you know I think will kind of come and go but I could be you know yeah I, I don't think they'll last but uh, here's the thing it's funny you talking about the throwback to the Rockets these actually look more like a throwback to the mid to late nineties to me than now like when I saw the markups or whatever I thought Rockets but when I see them actually on bones this looks like Antonio McDice's jersey the white the white one of it more than anything else. But I love that era, so maybe that's why I'm kind of drawn to it. I like well, the it, that era. Yeah, it's that. I mean, it, when you when you start combining like that, like shade of the navy with like navy the with goldish red. color, like the the one thing I will say, like in the um, uh, what what's the other one? It's not the the city. I can't even remember the fucking names. Of the, city. the city. The what's the statement. mile high city? Statement. The, the statement. The statement jersey. Um, when they line yellow with red. You get a, a, a sort of orangish hue when you sort of, when you step back from it. Your eye blends it together, and it kind of makes it look a little bit more gold than it does yellow. Um, and that was like a hallmark of that era. So you had like the navy uh, and the red with a goldish color, and so like you're getting that gold color by combining the yellow and the red. Um, so I agree, like you get that '90s version, but the '90s also had like that th had a throwback to the Rockets um, in that in that time so well, well i want to move to this before we move on for our final ad break here and then later in segment three we're going to tear all of the statement or city jerseys tear, uh, tear being uh, the operative word as in cry <laughs> but my note here you're talking about nike here's the thing because i actually almost bought one of these jerseys that's how much i kind of just like them but yeah. the thing that the thing that i'm held up on well part of it is i just want to start buying i've never been a jersey guy i'm trying to become a jersey guy but the thing Those i keep thinking is guy. like in one year's time, it will feel a little bit weird to have this. Like if you see somebody at Ball Arena right now in the red skyline, yeah. it just feels like 
Oh man, I remember that from way back when. You know what I mean? Right. It was like one year ago. So there's like, some things we do that all expire in a weird way that I don't like. Yeah. You're like sweet composo jersey, dude. Yeah. Um, you're right. last, like, I will say the white skyline lasts, the black skyline lasts, the blue yes. from last year lasts. All yes. the other ones kind of feel like a bygone era somehow. Like, but does just, that have more to do with what went down in the jerseys? Honest question. Maybe. I mean, possibly. it could be. It could be because I do associate good things with those jerseys. Um, and even the white, I guess I would say the white one that I like with the pickaxe, I just like it so much that I would I would like that one even if the Nuggets went 0 and 82. Like I just think it's such a cool jersey. Mm. But yeah. I don't know. I worry that this would be a jersey you would buy, and then next year you're like, man, when was that from again? Like, what was that? Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. There are there are jerseys like that in the history of the Nuggets where somebody you'll see it and you'll be like, huh. And yeah. it's this, this especially because like there's nothing, which is white power good. jerseys that way. Yeah, th it's like a good and it's a good and a bad thing. Like this is, this, yeah, the white power jerseys, right? <laughs> um, oh boy, the other thing, like there's nothing in this. Like this is a it uses 100 classic design elements. So this is a like timeless. It. This is a timeless jersey for sure. It's. Just, I always uh, wonder too, Eric. Eventually, we're gonna upgrade or get a new version of the ring. Cause the only, I don't like the nuggets as base jerseys. They're just the most boring to me. Yeah, I don't like them and I do wonder if there's something here, like we're seeing elements of what's to come in the next version of that. I'd be you surprised. Know? I would be very surprised. I, I, I really think that these are just sort of like one. one ones. I just it, it, like in the, the way that Nike wants to approach these in that every year there's a new Jersey to buy. They there's an edict by the NBA that every year they have to change it. Uh, I think we were told something like 15 or 20% every year. So even with, uh, you know, if a Jersey like the Phoenix suns had last year, the, the Valley jerseys that everybody absolutely loves, like they have to change them, even though people don't want them to like they they have to change them. They have to change them some amount. So like, for the, you know, you see um, jerseys that are becoming part of the absolute design language for like the Miami Heat and the Brooklyn Nets. They keep rolling out essentially the same jersey, but changing the base color. Like it goes from black to white to whatever, like because they want to keep this look in their world. Like I can't imagine next year we'll get a blue version of this or, you know, like I can't imagine that this look will echo into eternity, but I could be wrong. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Let's uh who oh by the way last question who do you hope you know if a player goes off in these unis though if they become the player you associate yeah. with them it's gotta be the KCP jersey yeah if like KCP goes off for like nine threes or something like it might just become a cool little thing that you just always remember with that so that's one of the that's what I will say is one cool unintended consequence of this Nike making new jerseys every yes. single year thing is you do have little moments that you associate with specific jerseys in a way that's kind of cool. Right. All right, let's uh, hit our last break. On the other side, we're going to put in tiers all 30 jerseys. Eric, we're going to put you to work. Oh, Jesus Christ. So much space and room for all these neat activities in Colorado, uh, particularly golf. I've noticed you folk love to, to go golfing. Even Bruce Brown. Even uh, Bruce Brown, Denver Nugget beloved player, loves to golf. And Pins and Aces is the official golf apparel partner of DNVR. We love our Pins and Aces gear and get tons of compliments on and off the course. I don't because I don't golf. And, you get, and you get no compliments. And I've I rarely look good. Yeah, compliments come. It's <laughs> a large space between them. But Spencer and, you know, others who do golf, they look fly when they do. And we can thank Pins and Aces because of it. So if you want to look like Spencer, besides the hair, check yeah, out PinsandAces.com and use code DNVR to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping that's pins and aces.com 
don't know, holidays are here, fellow Thanksgiving, but just around the corner is Christmas. And I think I hear it. I think I hear it chugging along in the distance. It's that holiday beef train, Eric. Uh, boop, 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 boop. Boop, boop, boop. That's right. <laughs> Hassle Cattle Company uh, is the best because Hassle Cattle Beef is raised in Texas on a family farm. And it's the best damn Wagyu beef you'll ever eat. And they ship it to your door. It's best to order beef in bulk, baby. That's why they throw it on a beef train. So order in, in bulk and do it with Hassle Cattle Company. Go to HassleCattleCompany.com. Secure your bag of beef. Use code DNVR20 for 20% off your entire purchase. That's t- DNVR20 for 20% off. That's quite the deal when you're ordering your beef in bulk. And finally, we got to talk about athletic greens. How's your gut health these days, Eric? Do you want the honest answer to that? Yeah, I do. Uh, so I showed up. I am. Oh here God, we're really gonna do this. Here we go. And I've uh, I, I don't know the Serbian word, but I've had explosive diarrhea <laughs> since I arrived, and it's because I did not have athletic greens. I've recently gotten over it, but uh, you asked me a specific question about something that has been plaguing me during my trip. <laughs> I wished I'd had Athletic Greens. I'll say that. At Athletic Greens wish we picked a different anecdote for this reason. <laughs> but Athletic Greens is great for so many reasons. Gut health's one of them. Shiny nails is another. But also, really, why keep track of all the different vitamins, minerals you need to consume within the day when all you need is one scoop and 12 ounces of cold, fresh water, baby? 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. You want Athletic Greens in your life, and Athletic Greens is making it easy to get into your life. They're going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com nuggets and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance today. All righty, Kale, bring up the tier list here, and let's put Eric through the ground. We have to go through this in 15 yeah. minutes somehow, okay. Eric, or right. we'll just go long. Um Let's go ahead and go through the tier list of all oh, of the oh, so oh, with what are we starting with, Kale? Are we going in alphabetical order? I'm guessing Atlanta. Let me just let me just say this though quickly because when we it's very difficult when you look at all of these at, at just at one fail swoop. Like more often than not, your eye is attracted to the more like the brighter things. It's sort of like um a quick quick story here. When uh, they used to do the Pepsi challenge, Pepsi often would uh, rate higher than Coke because it was sweeter. And sweeter tasted better in a small amount. Um, oftentimes when you look at these, you look at the thing, there's like bright things that seem like they're attractive. But really more often than not, the things that stay longer are the more muted, the more... Uh, you know, classically designed things, but they don't really stand out when you're just staring at a bunch of uh, jerseys like this. So I, I just, just to get that out of the way, like, all right, you don't care. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> so let's start with Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta. I think the Atlanta jerseys are very cool. I really like the font. I really like uh, everything they're doing here. I've, I've seen, they're an S. They they really look wow. great. They also remind me of the show. Um, I just, that it's, that it has the peach tree it just really feels like atlanta in the best possible way i think they did a great job um so let's so that's great so let's go from the penthouse to the basement the pacers absolutely suck let's give them a d they what are those i don't know they're i would really guess bad jerseys I would guess that they probably maybe represent like the finish line of a race or something that you go underneath. Like everything is like about racing to them. Mm. So no, here's, maybe- actually, here's the number one take I have, Eric, you were asking about the Nikes. 
I think they try too hard. I think there's like a lot of try hard energy to what Nike does, including the whole like Union Station and the brick layer. It's yes. like, come on, guys, like we're, we're trying cool. so hard here. Yeah, just make it look cool. Just make it look cool. Those are just not cool, man. Not everything has to mean everything. I like a little meaning there, but yeah, I, and I, to be honest, I've not researched all of these. I don't know, and that's kind of the problem. Is like if you don't know what the what it's referencing, you like, should what, be able to know. Yeah, what is the point. what is the fucking point, right? Like, what is right. the point? Uh, and anyway, those look horrific. The Celtics. I'm going to give a B two. I like this this shade of green. The thing I don't like, and I also really like the script. Um, the only thing I don't like about these is they have gold shamrocks that go up and down the side, which I find to be a little bit overboard. Um, but I think that these are attractive. I actually might move. The, I'm going to bump those up to an A. I, I really like uh, a, a, well, a well-executed sports script. I um, love that color green too, but that's not Celtics green. That's like a, but, that's like Milwaukee green. But that's okay. Green. That's okay. Like it, it, it is Celtics green in that it is just they own the concept of green and they it gives them. They do. Yes, <laughs> because of the Irish. Anytime you the concept green vote, pay Jason Tatum one million dollars. Yes, and favorite. it's going to look great on the front runner for the MVP. Anyway, okay, so Brooklyn Nets, <laughs> Brooklyn Nets. We've gone back. This is a rehash of an old jersey that is again a reference to Basquiat, which I like the first version. Why wouldn't I like the second version? I'm going to give it a. I'm going to give it an A. Fuck it, let's go. That's uh, an not an A. Yeah. I like the, I like hey, these. This dreams. is the thing about Brooklyn. They found the cool, the coolest thing, and yes. now everything else just falls into place. It's kind of like Miami. When you come up with a cool idea, you just do it. You could have, the bad version of it is still good. You know what's funny though? Hey, let's go to the 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 one jersey that absolutely is making the headlines. That gets the number one amount of jokes. The CLT jersey, the Charlotte Jeff with eleven out of ten comments. This is very difficult. Uh, I'm having yes, I'm, I've seen this joke more. It's Jeff, it's a great, it's a great joke. CLT. Um, this is not an ugly jersey, but like, what the fuck, man? I think that this is. I think I, I saw that this is the their airport code. Um, no, it's not. I, I don't know what it's in reference to. Then I like it's it's an attractive jersey, honestly. But like, what are we doing? Let's you have to put it as D because it's just a punchline. It's just a punchline. Like, what are they doing? Like this, honestly, like sort of invalidates all of the work that Nike did. This jersey alone, like CLT. Oh, yeah, CLT is. Really, I was wrong about that. Huh. Oh, okay. Well, I'm I'm glad that you so vehemently opposed that. Great. With having no information. Great. Uh, Chicago. I what oh, is this a new yeah, jersey? Like. Chicago, I mean, is I, is this a New Jersey for Chicago? I don't know what the change is. I don't. I mean, maybe it's a up a lining up and down the side. All the same, it's a very nice looking jersey. It's something that the Bulls suck. Everything they have is so good. They're like the constant Basquiat idea, where their yeah. colors yeah. and taste is so good that even a bad version of it is still cool. Yeah, so I'm going to give it an A. It's like it's it's an attractive jersey, but it's boring uh, in the sense that it's not bringing anything new. But it is a nice looking jersey. Uh, Okay, the land, uh, Cleveland with the gold. Uh, I'm gonna give this a a C. I don't really get this jersey. I don't really love. I don't. I mean, it's like when you look at it, it seems really washed out. There's like nothing stands out on the jersey. It's like you can't even see what it says, frankly, um, because of that gold. Like, doesn't it's not. You really can't tell what it says. It's true. It's. A, it looks like it says like Lavic or something, or maybe I'm just in Serbia world that. Um, 
it doesn't look great. Okay, Dallas. Dallas, a very 70s-looking design. I really like the typography on this. Um, Dallas always has the worst-looking jerseys. So for them to have something that's like kind of cool, like I'm going to give them extra points and actually put this into the A category because I wow. think that because I think that this 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 typeface is such that they'll actually be able to use this. I think that you'll see this echo into eternity. Like it's 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 actually cool um, and feels like. Kind of like that weird retro Nuggets font that obviously is like from the 80s. We see all over everything like that is interesting enough that it can actually be, uh, you know, it can, it can carry forward. Denver Nuggets. Enough colors, man. I just, they, well, I know. Any that, other stuff works. I agree. But it's, it's. The, I'm going to give Denver a B. It's, we just went over every part about Denver. It's fine. Okay. Um, Detroit. I'm going to give Detroit a C. I don't like it. Like, I, I think. Um, I don't like the D being a different font than the rest of it. I thought, I think I saw it was like some reference to a marketplace or something. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's like very well executed. I don't understand why it's green. I don't I like, I just don't like anything about it. Like it's, I, I just don't think it's a very good looking Jersey. And I, all right, here is like the other one, <laughs> like the other showstopper that people like really. Total uh, showstopper. So the war, Kale, stop for, Pre, I, I don't want your ratings, Kale. Don't, don't put it where you think it needs to go. I, <laughs> um, so, like, <laughs> let's. So, like, I, I read up on this because, like, this is the most confusing. All right, fine. Put it in D. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> the Warriors jersey. So this was a. Um, this is a muralist that is that lives in the San Francisco era that is making reference to women's suffrage, which again is a very nice thing that we all agree with i assume i, I, don't, I haven't heard brandon vote specific thoughts on Bre women's suffrage but i assume he agrees yes but yeah but it's I, I don't know if i an nba basketball jersey is a place to honor women's suffrage necessarily i could be wrong um also like that like the the flower thing at the bottom like when it's tucked in I should have had you bring this up, dude. When it when it's tucked in, almost all of the flower is not being able to see, it, except for just like a little bit off the top, and it looks a little bit like, uh, like it's springing out from the pubis region of the gentleman that's wearing the, the shorts. It's a very strange look. They meant for it to be out of the box, but like, God damn it, what a strange look! Like that is not like no one's gonna look at this in the future and be happy about it. It's, uh, it they, they win the tri hard Olympics gold medal because this is one that has like a story yes. and everything else to it. And you're like, yeah, but that doesn't look like a basketball. <laughs> you're like, all. what is this? Yes. What the hell is this? It makes me dislike it. So it's like, come yes. on, man. It's also, yeah. man, you guys, this is gonna land for like 20, like 10% of the audience. Yeah, that's a 2010 ultimate frisbee jersey. You, there Let's was a go. thing we figured out we could sub. You think ten percent of the audience is into that? Comment? And everyone was like, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, we'll just make the whole thing one sick sublimated design." And it was like <laughs> the whole thing for three years. And this and the Valley jersey the Suns used to have are the most ultimate frisbee jerseys. Man. This is the yeah. the problem. The problem is with the NBA in a lot of ways, but they always get into meetings. And it's like we need to make new jerseys. Is it possible that we could change the world? It's like, what? No, make a jersey. What are we doing here? Just make a jersey. I know. And I read Zach Lowe did a whole backstory on this. I don't know if you read it, Adam, but like it was. I did. Yeah. Like, it's a cool story. Like I'm saying, it's a very cool story. I just, it's shoehorning yes. it into this it to me is always is the part where I'm like, right. I, 
Totally. And then you become critical, right? Now you feel weird saying like, no, this is a weird jersey. That's a real right. You're like, you're like, oh, so what I'm saying is he doesn't agree with women's suffrage. That's the thing. Right. It's like, it sounds like right. that's what you're saying. It's like, no, I think that's what a bad the, jersey. What does the broadcast do? Steph from downtown again. Let's address the pay gap. We'll be back <laughs> yeah. on the other side. You're like, what is a basketball? Uh, okay, so now let's go into the Houston Roxas. This is like a clear throwback to the time of uh, – Hakeem Olajuwon, Houston is the worst brand in maybe all of sports. Everything they've ever made has totally sucked. They're throwing it back to a time that also didn't work. This is a this is a C at best. Um, so Los Angeles, so like the, the man, this is again, this is a, there's a lot of tryhard going on in this as well. It, like th- this is the this is a reference to the Drew League. Um, I don't. Understand? I love it. That I'm trying to steal the Drew League from the Lakers. I love that. Um, I don't know why the A is not capitalized. I don't know what is up with that. Uh, they've got red and blue, which I imagine is speaking to unity amongst gang members. Um, there's kind of a cool pattern behind Los Angeles. The le- the letter mark is strange. Again, I don't know why it's a lowercase A. Um, to me, like that pairing that with like that, that block font that is the. Um, the numerals like is it, it like these are a bunch of things that like you just kind of they felt like they just threw them together that there's like really no cohesion um so i'm gonna i'll give them a they're, they're kind of like attractive a little bit it's like interesting i'll give it a b i'll give this one a b i don't i don't love it i don't hate it it's, it's sort of whatever um lakers like is I, this problem i assume this is maybe a throwback to the team that they stole it from from minneapolis again like they do this all the time um uh, like these I, I don't like the they're they're super imbalanced loss on or loss on the one side and then it just that empty space that follows is like creates an odd space so I'm gonna give this a C I don't like these yeah. um yeah a lot of these are so plain that I don't even have thoughts on this is what this is what I'm saying like. Like, this right. is what I'm. This, that 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 was what the point of my preamble was. Is that yeah. oftentimes like the things that are, they they seem really plain, but like really the best design ones are like the Chicago one, which is like right. it's like boring, but like it's you know in the context of this, it's like it doesn't stand out, but it's actually the best looking jersey. Um, Memphis, you can't tell on this, but it ha- this has like a chrome effect on it. It also has like. Um, I think it says Grizzlies, like very small above it. This is like the most '90s ass jersey ever. They're like taking all the tricks in the '90s '90s team, though. Yeah, but so like I don't like the '90s very much. I'm gonna say like this does have a cool pattern on the side that with an it makes an M and a C or M and a G uh, out of line, uh, sort of like these blocks. It's like okay looking, but like I don't I don't like this jersey very much. Like to me, this is. uh, But I'll give this one a. I'm, I'm going to give it a C. I don't really like it at all, at all actually. Um, Miami. All right, we're good, halfway through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miami. <laughs> this is just the white version that they've been doing, like the ransom note. They're taking yeah. pieces of all of their uh, jerseys in the past and combining them together. Um, it's like an okay concept. I, I like it all right. I'm going to give it a B. It's the worst of all of theirs that they've done, in my opinion, but still good because it's – It's like fine. It's a B. It's a B. Um, Milwaukee, I don't, it's, I mean, like the side panel, this is what I'm saying, like Nike makes these things where they have like these side panels that have nothing to do with the front and the back. Um, The pattern on the side is like kind of cool looking for Milwaukee. 
It's like the colors are okay. They don't totally feel like the Bucks. The Bucks always have been bringing this blue in. They talk about it has to do with the water and the area. And um, does it? It does it make for a nice looking jersey? Like it's okay. That's that's it's, the thing. That's this is these are the quintessential jerseys to me of this year. Not even the flower jersey is, but this one because all the Bucks people I follow were like, I hate these. They're terrible. And then the story dropped, and they're like. Well, now that I have the story, I like them. And I'm like, no, you either like them or don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like the yeah. story, but that doesn't make sense that you're like. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I to me, they're okay. I, I'll give these a B. I, I don't hate them. I don't love them. They're just kind of whatever. All right. Minnesota. What the fuck are these? I don't understand these at all. I don't know what they are in reference to. I've heard a lot of people actually say that these like are ripoffs of the Denver Nuggets skylines. What? Um, <laughs> I, I don't know because it's just like the rainbow thing. The Picasso um, version of it or something? Yeah, I I, I need to look into this because I literally don't – I can't even imagine. Like to me, it's like looks like a like a corporation's design that they came up with for their team. Like it just is like these, these black blocks. It is like so true. Play. This is such a redoing of a more abstract – like we're simplifying it. Like, yeah, what? dude. Like <laughs> – rectangled yeah like when everybody yeah like when somebody's like when they read when they do a rebrand and they just take their logo and do a sans serif version of it and you know like the choice market sorry brendan the choice market logo it's just like a sans serif uh, font um very boring straight but uh very boring i'm gonna give but they're not like a abject disaster they're like kind of, i would give them a, a c really wow well I mean, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I think yeah, I I, you're right. You're right. They're, they get a D. You're right. You're right. <laughs> They're pretty bad. You're right. They're pretty goddamn bad. Put them in the D. Just uh, picture Rudy Gobert in them. Yeah, Nola. So, oh God, I mean, they just these obviously are a a Mardi Gras thing. They look like decorative beads. They feel appropriate for New Orleans. They also feel like a costume, like what you would wear if you were gonna dress up as like a a New Orleans, like a, you know, a, a Mardi Gras attendee. Um, so like, they're like a little bit too themey for me. I'm going to go, I'm going to go a C on these as well. Um, the New York Knicks. These are kind of like a classic New York Knicks, but again, they've done the Nike thing where they did a bunch of shit on the side of them. Um, so they're, they like just kind of look, cla- I'll give these a B. Um, the Thunder. The Thunders are very ugly, as they always are. The Thunder, another absolutely terrible brand that they just make bad every single time. These are very ugly. I'm going to give these colors. I just think they've got a tough palette to work with. But the thing is that they invented that palette. They could have made anything. They started with they started from bad stock, and so now every every seed or every plant that grows from the rotten seed is also bad so i'm gonna give it a d screw you thunder your jerseys always suck they do always suck um orlando what a boring jersey um that's that's what orlando is they don't suck they're just boring they just they suck for being boring but they just punt on Uh, branding every year yeah give give them a c give them a c uh so portland this is this is going to be held up in the this will be a an iconic jersey for years and years and years all of the port the hipsters in portland are going to absolutely love this jersey this is containing the most bizarre icon i've ever seen in my entire life which is the carpeting at pdx the airport um which is that's so the inspiration weird. yes do you not know this so like 
<laughs> this the carpet pattern at Portland International Airport. It was it was just like so bizarre. It has this this weird little texture, and it was all over the place. And it was just like so weird. And it was on a very ugly green. That like, sucks. That your iconography. That they're like you know what says Portland the carpet at the airport. Yes, like, this, is, this is like. This is a this is some this is a big deal there. They you that see it in on socks. You see it everywhere. It's like a it's like a keep uh, Portland weird kind of thing. It's like so dude. Bad that, that explains why that Blazers fan was talking shit when he didn't see any Nuggets fans in the airport. They deeply <laughs> tie airports to basketball fandom for no reason. At all. But yeah. and like I mean, but I kind of these honestly like they, for that reason like I'm gonna give these a. Like people are gonna love them, and you'll see these forevermore. Like they actually, they for, from a design standpoint, like these are gonna be loved in the city of Portland, and they're gonna be you see them forever. Um, okay, so the the 76ers, this is so bizarre. This like type of the city of brotherly love that's like so clearly done by hand. I was trying to like do a little research on it to see if it could be like if this was something. Came from a historical document, or like where this specific script came from, and I couldn't really figure it out. I, I'll do like a little bit more research. Like it looks fucking weird. Like it looks really weird, and like really hand drawn, and like really old and funny. And like for that reason, it's like kind of cool. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's like yeah. it's like old school sports, and where things used to be kind of fucked up and it, that was a good thing. So I'm actually going to give these a, I'm going to give these a B as well. All right. I think that's right. So far, I think I agree with you on all but Dallas. You don't like Dallas. Yeah. All right. So the Suns, um, the oh, Suns, this, sucks. this is like, a, okay. So this sucks. When you see all this entire Jersey, I mean the entire uniform rather, and all of the details and all of the meaning and all of the special pieces and everything that it comes to mean like this is one of these that gets better the deeper that you dig like on initial look you're like what like this turquoise thing like it, but this is you know to signify the and and this is not a, a forced thing this is like the i think the 12 tribes that came to uh come together to form uh, a, a larger uh community in the phoenix area and so there's turquoise being you know a uh the stone that represents a lot of native culture there's a lot of iconography on here that that, that hints to that and it's like the deeper you look at it and the more you look at it the i, I think the better it gets so i'm actually gonna give it a fire i'm gonna give it an a i think those are really really sick but i just love that style of art and i, I, I mean i'm a, southwest a big guy. big southwest art guy yeah, yeah big southwest art guy Sacramento, man, does that look bad. I'm going to give that a C. Man, those are pretty bad. I like how when a jersey is bad enough, Eric gives it a C instead of a D. He's like, you just don't even deserve. Yeah, I mean, truly, like it's it to me, it's like the, the, one, offensive. the one that gets D is like where they, they really took a swing and they just absolutely mm -hmm. missed. And this is sort of like they just they're like, what a, like. They just turned in their assignment and they're like, what, you know, like, what are we doing here? Um, the Spurs. So they, the Spurs just can't get away from this Fiesta color. I don't know if it has the same sort of iconography or like the same sort of meaning that that the Suns do. I don't know where it comes from. I've never been a fan of it. To me, it just reminds me of like a Taco Bell from the, the 1990s. Um, I don't like the way that these look at all. Um, I'm going to give these a C as well. 
No, you're right. Fine, a decal. Fine. Oh, like oh, so man. I you don't why you don't like these? This is because no. of Fiesta Festival in San San Antonio is like a big deal. But That's I, where it came from. I mean, but it doesn't it doesn't look good. It does not look good to me. Like I don't like how the I, I said I made a joke on Twitter earlier, which is it, it didn't totally land. But like <laughs> overall, overall, like a lot of these jerseys look like they were like, hey, make like the 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 lady version of a jersey. It's like like we have like teals and pinks and like all of these like soft colors that like I, I don't really understand like why there are so many jerseys that are um i don't know they're just like so soft and weird like the toronto toronto like you know again this is very boring but it like looks nice like i'll give this a beat like it's fine like this this jersey is fine black and gold and, is cool it works yeah I, I think it's fine and then uh man. Oh. like this is the one it's like who want who I mean, I understand this is about the Me- cherry blossoms. <laughs> this is about the cherry blossoms in Washington. There's like a whole bunch of like I they again. Did the, that's a thing Facebook I would have. Well. That's a thing I would have come up with having never been to Washington. Like to me, that just feels like such a weird thing. Like there's cherry blossoms. What yes, about a cherry this blossom looks, yes, this looks like the lady version of a Washington jersey. Like who? Like That's yeah, like they for, make those. If yeah. this came out for our team and like we had to wear pink jerseys for a year, I would be so fucking mad about it. Like, like what do we do? We just have to trot out in pink jerseys and pretend like we're not trotting out to into battle wearing pink jerseys. Like, why are we wearing like, pink jerseys? Mega, Mega Basket being pink and neon yellow is like I swear to God, Mishko's trolling his players to make of that color. They every photo of the team always looks so bad. It's just yeah, the, the Serbian parenting style. Yes, you can play, but you must look like this. <laughs> you must embarrass yourself being out there. I, I'm going to give these a D. Like I hate these. I get it. Like they're fine. They they're, they're attractive enough, but like not for a basketball jersey. Like I swear to God, I, I promise you, none of those players want to wear this jersey. Um, yeah. Where, where where is the Jazz jersey? I guess it's just not part of it, huh? It's so bad. It's its own tier. Jazz tier. Okay. Jazz tier. So I guess I only get, I only like one jersey, and it's the uh, it's the Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta Hawks. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> I think I agree with your list. I might have moved San Antonio up, but personal, I just or I mean not San Antonio, uh, Phoenix up. I just love that kind of style. I'd move Dallas and Boston down. I think I'd move Toronto, Philly, and Denver up, and then everybody else is the exact same. So we all kind of agree. I mean, more or less. Yeah. Uh, it, it, the just, I mean, if you look like. This uh the curvature, what was that called? The the bell curve here. Yeah, is exactly what you expect. Like it's just a bunch of like fine. There are a bunch of them where they're fine. Although there, there's a lot of these trend towards bad, in my view. I mean, it, just looking at the distribution here, there's more in the bad tiers than there are in the good tiers. So um you know, I don't know. Again, like this is Nike doing too much, doing too much, doing too much every single year, but they're kind of like put in a position where they have to, it'd be nice if they would just kind of like allow team. I, I mean, I, I just kind of wish that they would approach this in a way that they were thinking about it, that they were adding something to the brand that would be echoing into eternity, kind of like the Nuggets did with the different iteration of the skyline. It's like, we'll see that come back. We'll come back, come back. A lot of these are just like pure throwaway. Like, it's like, okay, cool. cool. We've got it this year. It'll be gone next, whatever. Yeah. That's the uh, Nike version, the Nike takeover of basketball. It's um, hit or miss, but either way you forget about them before long. 
<laughs> that's true. That goes. Um, the good news is this was fun. I like breaking down the jerseys. And most important of all, I like talking about the net rating and about the Denver Nuggets' uh, starting lineup, which I just have so much faith in. That faith, though, will be tested tomorrow night as they take on the Boston Celtics and what is, in my opinion, easily the biggest challenge that they have faced this season and the biggest measuring stick. I'm excited for the game. You know, the bench, Denver could lose tomorrow. There's a lot of things that could happen tomorrow. You know, I kind of expect a loss. But I want to see that starting lineup, if it can go toe-to-toe with a champion or, or Eastern Conference champion caliber team and maybe even impose their wheel. So I'm excited. I feel like tomorrow is a little bit of a house money. You never like losing to the Celtics, but, you know, they're going to come in as underdogs. Um, so it's one of those games where you just get to do a little bit of a measuring stick. And also, curious to see how Jokic plays this one. We kind of all have the theory that Jokic is in third gear because it's all that's needed. They might need fifth gear tomorrow, so I'm curious to see if Yoke comes out with it. We'll, of course, be previewing that tomorrow uh, on the pregame show and then, of course, breaking it all down. I love it. Tomorrow, another early game, fellas. Uh, yeah. What yeah. What a treat. Real early game. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't even ask you about it, Eric, but I guess we'll ask you when you get back. We've gone long too far about yeah. waking up at 3 in the morning to watch yeah, I, Serbia, the, the, I have so much respect for our Serbian brethren. Watching these games when they actually air is unbelievably painful. And then to watch the show afterwards, like, what am I doing? <laughs> Everybody hit that like button on the way out. Adios.